Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business. Today, I'm going to be talking about something kind of unusual for our boring business audience. We're talking about what happens when you go viral. And we're going to break it down from like coming up with an idea, how to make that magic happen, and then what to do once you've gone viral, whatever that definition is for your business, and maintaining that traction ongoing. I'm talking with Michelle Fortin. She is part of the comedy duo Leanne and Michelle, who love to make women and moms laugh. You know them from their viral videos, Look What Joanna Made Me Do, and If You Were My Friend, Then You'd Buy This. Their passion is to create great comedy in many mediums, parodies, sketch humor, and live improv comedy shows. Their videos have attracted millions of views on Facebook and have received national attention from USA Today, New York Times Today, and Southern Living. With backgrounds in commercial acting, television, news, and comedy, this duo is a firehouse combination. Leanne and Michelle have provided video talent for the USA Today Network, appeared numerous times on local media, and sell out their improv shows and have even earned adoration from the one and only Joanna Gaines. Michelle is also a PR professional and just knows everything that it takes to make sure that your business is going to just kick butt online and in your media. So welcome to the show, Michelle. I'm so excited to have you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Desiree. So going viral, what is that? (laughs) Well, technically, the definition of a viral video is that you hit 1 million views within 24 to 48 hours of posting it. That's so, very specific. <laughs> yeah, it is It is very specific. So we don't use that terminology lightly. We've had two of our videos truly go viral and that they hit 1 million views within that 24 to 48 hour mark. And um, yeah, and it's it's kind of once you've done that, I think you figure out your formula and you can tap into it again, but it's pretty exciting the first time that you go truly viral, but that would be the broad definition. But I think other smaller businesses, you don't necessarily need to worry about a million views in 48 hours. Um, that even a thousand views in a week, if it's the right, if they're the right views, that's, that's kind of going viral in your own little world. So that can be the more beneficial to your business than having millions of eyes on it. Yes, because those millions of eyes might be untargeted. I unless you live in a major city, you know, like Phoenix or LA or Vegas, where you've got millions and millions of people there, I would think that having a more focused number of views would be much better for a local business or a smaller business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I I own my own PR firm in in Phoenix, as you mentioned, um, and so I have clients that I represent. Um, with that, but the Leanne and Michelle venture, this comedic duo I'm a part of, you know, our audience is national and international, and we were looking to grow our platform and raise awareness um, about who we are um, in an effort to work with companies who want to reach that target demographic. So going viral online with the millions of views was very helpful to us to grow that platform very quickly and then get the attention 
and um, respect of some of these bigger brands that we could then work with um, that have a national reach. But it's not how I advise my local clients um, here in the Phoenix market, if their business is here, to go about their business. Um, here, it's much more targeted, and that's a much better use of their time and resources is to do something on a smaller scale that reaches a more targeted audience. So how do we get started? Like, how did you get started? Like, what is what is the foundation of this? Of the, of the video aspect of it? Well, my, my background before I did PR was I was a television news anchor and reporter. So I have a background in kind of the production side of it. I know how to make television that people watch as far as uh, new, new, when it goes to news reporting and um, how to communicate with a broad audience is my background. My partner is an actress. She's been um, in multiple Super Bowl commercials. She was a GoDaddy girl. Um, she's been in a movie with Will Ferrell. So she's an accomplished actress in this market in Phoenix. And so putting us together was, it's kind of just a match made in heaven. But as far as like the interest in using videos to promote myself in this side business or, or any other business is really looking at the way the world is going online and, and how everyone wants something visual and they want it concise and they want it short. And if it makes them laugh, they're going to share it even more and it's going to go quickly. If it makes them cry or laugh, I'd rather make people laugh than cry. <laughs> but that emotion, like tagging into someone's emotion is what really makes them want to share it and, and view it and spread the word. So how do you decide like what your video platform should be with, what you should be doing? How are we going to make people laugh or cry? Like, let's start from the beginning. I'm a dentist, a chiropractor, a construction worker, uh, everyday business. How do I get started with this? <laughs> well, I think, I mean, you, you say every business is boring. I say there's probably something funny about every business and whether it's a personality of someone that works in your office that you can just play up with to keep your, your, your visibility with your audience or grow your audience. Or also you're a business because somebody can't do what you do <laughs> and what you do every day seems pretty simple, especially if you're, you know, a, a contractor or, um, landscaper or something like that. Like, you know, you're doing something, a service for people because they either can't do it or they don't want to do it. And you know what? There's humor in that. So coming in to save the day uh, can be really funny. And there's definitely something that people can resonate there with humor. And also you look at dentists or doctors, obviously people should not be doing that themselves at home. They have to come to you because you're the trained professional. So, you know, there's, there's really Comedy in in every business, I think, and comedy is a very clever, uh, very popular right now way to market your business. When people see that you can laugh at yourself, you're much more approachable, and people are going to want to know, get to know you more and more know more about your business. How can I be funny? Like <laughs> I know it's a really silly question. I think I think I'm hilarious. I've got mom jokes though, you know. So it's like. How how do I tap into I guess the formalization um the the production of funny? Yeah. Well there's there's a few ways to do that. I mean, I mean, not not everyone is funny. I mean, like we all know our dads or somebody who um my dad's probably gonna listen to this podcast. So let's my dad's hilarious. <laughs> but <laughs> the dad, average dad. <laughs> my dad thinks he's hilarious. I grew, my dad when I was growing up, all he ever did was 
take like really popular songs that like I was like obsessed with and he would like change the words to them and do like his own parodies and then he would do this like awesome. really goofy like dad dad moves dad and, like, dancing dad and mock and then he always would like he always would tease me and like embarrass the crap out of me it's when he would drop form. me off at school like my dad is the like epitome of like dad jokes it's like Obama and my dad are dad joke kids. <laughs> like where they like line up is like the same person to me. It's <laughs> awesome. It's your dad, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would probably get down with some Joe Biden jokes. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, so part of that is, you know, recognizing where your strengths are. I mean, if you're, if your friends think you're funny and you, you have some funny things that, you know, go with it um, or partnering with someone who does this professionally. And there's a lot of people out there like me and, and my partner, Leanne, who are professional writers and can tap into that comedy. There's people who are just very good comedic writers for blog posts or social media posts. Um, and then also in video production as well. So Leanne and I have um, a business where we're, we're right. We write parodies for companies. So we, we have, have several contracts right now with companies where they recognize the need to have humor as part of their business to raise awareness. And so we're going to be producing some parody videos, some sketch comedy, some just straight to camera, funny mom stuff for these businesses to promote, promote themselves. Um, so there's definitely a, a world out there to tap into um, if that's a route that you want to go to use comedy to promote your business. Now, don't you have a fun story on how you got into comedy though? Oh Yeah. So I, well, it's kind of random. So my background, like I mentioned, is in television news. I've also taught broadcast journalism at the collegiate level. I've been a paid professional speaker. There's all these things I've done in the communications realm in my career. And then, you know, I was about to turn 40 and I was like, you know what? I've never done comedy. Like that would be kind of fun. I, I've always, I, like you, I think I'm funny, but I don't know. <laughs> so I signed up for an improv class in town here. Happened to meet once a week on a night I was free. And I just fell in love. And improv comedy is not um, stand-up. It's actually requires some a very minimal acting skills, but you have to be partnered with someone and you have to kind of really listen well to your partner. There are some very good basic communication skills that would benefit business owners or someone in sales greatly from just taking an improv class. But that's what I did. I took an improv class for a few months and I just really loved it. And I had um, some friends that came to a showcase that I did when I was kind of graduating and one of them wanted to book me for a show for a, a church group. And I was like, well, I need a partner to do that. I don't have a part like a professional comedic partner. So then Leanne was a friend of a friend and I knew she did improv. So I called her up and I'm like, you don't know me, but uh, I just took an improv class. I think I'm funny. I hear you're funny. Let's do a show. <laughs> so You don't know me, but we're going to be best friends. You, know, you don't know me, but I'm about to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always the best friendships and the best businesses, honestly. But I know. Okay. So sounds like people should stop taking themselves so seriously. Probably. I'm pretty sure an improv class would be like probably the number one focus of an improv class. Don't take yourself seriously. Right. Right. But, exactly. Uh, so Coming up with, so how would I come up with like my videos? Like, what are you, what do you suggest doing to like brainstorm to get that started? Well, first of all, you got to look at what's funny to you and what's funny to your audience. So whatever it is in your business, if it's, if it's a dentistry, you know, is it something to do with the lack of tooth care or is it a funny story that happened 
with um, one of your one of your clients. I I I actually have a fake a veneer on one of my teeth and it fell out um, at an influencer event with like hundreds of people that were asking to take my picture because um, they recognized Leanne and I from our videos. My freaking tooth fell out and it was like one of my front teeth. And so my dentist, my dentist, you know, was got me in the next day, but it was kind of a funny thing that ended up like she saved the day. She, she was able to save the day and save my smile. <laughs> it's like, you know, those kind of being able to recognize those moments is like, not just something that happens in your day, but you know, this is kind of a funny thing. I'm going to tuck this back in my mind as something that maybe later on I can revisit in, you know, this, this funny thing that happened and you can and talk about that. But then also just looking at, you know, what's happening in the world and what's happening in, um, in the media, Leanne and I are about to release our next parody video and it's a, it's a sketch, it's actually not a musical parody. It's a sketch of the bachelor, a parody of that. And you know, that, that season is about to wrap up. So it's top of mind for a lot of people right now. We're going to be releasing it in the next, within the next week, hopefully less than that. So we're trying to hit the media cycle while it's still top of mind. So just thinking about like, what's funny, what's a funny way to get your message out that's going to actually resonate with people in a timely manner is, is part of it as well. So almost like you needed like a two column thing, like the one column, like things that constantly happen to you in your business that are hilarious or ridiculous or that you wish people would stop doing. Yeah. And then ask like, what is trending right now? Like what's a funny, hot topic that, or I guess a pop culture topic that's happening right yeah. now to yeah and then trying to find some way to 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 link the two right right and, and also um we had a woman who contacted us recently she she wants us to write a parody about her business and she sells children's clothing but there's a whole subculture in her industry of people who basically hoard these clothing this clothing like they'll buy them they'll buy this clothing when it goes on the market and they'll They'll be, they'll snatch it off the market, they'll hold on to it, and then they'll resell it in these um, Facebook groups and they'll make a profit on it. And it's this whole subculture. And so she kind of enlightened us to this, which is hilarious when you look at it from multiple levels. So we're going to make a video for her. Will it hit millions of views? No, but it'll hit thousands of views in her demographic and people are going to think it's hilarious. So, you know, it's kind of just targeting that and realizing like, something that people in my realm do that's kind of weird is actually could be really funny. Well, it's the, it's sort of the riches are in the niches mentality. It's probably like, it's important that you're making the right people see you and laugh. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Like our Joanna Gaines parody, like all we cared about was that Joanna Gaines saw us and she did and she liked it. I, I love that more than you even know, but I also love that for those of you that know the time is recording, I live in South Korea and I am just like jonesing for target time. So I'm just jealous that you get to hang out at target. So. Target. I know. Oh, I can't imagine living without target. Just, I'm just saying that there needs to be a mom woman video about target. How like you black out and you go out yeah. of target with things you don't need, but you forgot the, you forgot the thing you went in there for. <laughs> yeah. A fun story. Leanne and I, the first video we ever shot together, we basically just shot ourselves on this really crappy camera and there were, we did multiple scenes in target and we didn't ask permission to be there. You know, we just did it. We, get, we totally got kicked out. <laughs> Escorted out of target because we kept taking videos. <laughs> At least you weren't like banned from target. No, I- that would be, that would be devastating. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. 
This podcast is brought to you by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All in One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All in One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All in One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So you, so then what is, what is sort of the cycle? So like getting it produced or putting it together and and then like distribution, like what does that look like when trying to go viral? So when you go viral, I mean, you, uh, the, the, the ideas that we've had that have truly gone viral are ones that we don't turn around quickly. So they're ones that we have an idea, we sit on it, we go back and forth with the script and writing, making it better. You know, one of us will write a draft, the other one will hack it apart and make it funnier. It's good having a team member in that sense. And then really just kind of marinating in it and making sure it's funny, running it by trusted friends and friends or family or people in your target demographic, just making sure that's a concept that's going to hit well. And then, uh, you know, making sure you, you hire a good production team because you can have the funniest thing in the world, but if people can't hear it very well or the, the video quality is fuzzy or subpar or not shot in a way that's framed well or colored well, no one's going to know in the attention span these days, no one's going to spend a minute even giving you the time of day. So investing in someone who really knows what they're doing uh, production wise is, is vitally important. And then, and then you, you know, you go back and forth on that edits until it's just perfect. And then, you know, there's based on your audience, you should know what times a day, or you, know, you have someone like you, Desiree, who, who studies social media and knows what time of day and what day of the week even is best to post something. And for us, we found um, that uh, kind of early in the week is best for us. And we host our videos on Facebook because we have our largest audience there. And it is a popular social media outlet for our demographic. And that's where our videos tend to go viral is on Facebook. And so we, you post there and just kind of watch the numbers. And when it hits, a, when you see that it's kind of starting to hit a peak is when you can turn it into an ad or boost it, throw a few dollars behind it to increase the reach even more. You, I like to network with influencers um, in my demographic, other uh, bloggers or just personalities who would find it funny and ask them to share um, the video that, that also has helped us considerably in, in uh, increasing the views. Awesome. And so once I've gone viral and whatever my definition of that is, what do I want to do to make sure that it's like converting to what I, my objective is? Obviously the objective is one, to watch it and be memorable, but two, you know, we're doing all of this for business. So how can I make sure that it's converting for me and accomplishing what I wanted to, which is to get people to call to make appointments or opt in for my web freebie or, you know, come in and sit in my chair. Like what is, what's the, the conversion there? Uh, well, I think that's different for different businesses. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're a business trying to sell something like a, a nutritionist trying to sell her e-course on a detox, um, you're, what you do after you have something that goes viral is going to be different than if you're comedians. Um, 
we just want people to keep watching our stuff. So we just follow up and make sure people are following our page, try to capture their email addresses. It just try to make people aware of, uh, of what we're doing. The other businesses, you know, follow up, follow up, follow up is so important. Being on top of all those comments, responding to them in a creative way that keeps people engaged, social media for a reason, being social with them. Uh, making sure that you are on top of any questions or concerns that people have, or if that they if they want to order, you know, you're get you're getting that getting that through to them um, is important. And then staying top of mind. So, you know, you you don't want to come out back to back with two big things. You got to time them out. That's why we don't come out with a parody video every week. We do it every couple months. I mean, that's really all about all our audience can handle. And um, otherwise, it would just it's not going to be seen because people just don't have, you know, you got to kind of let it live its life cycle and come back. But while the bigger thing is living its life cycle, you can put out smaller things to kind of just fill in those gaps and know that not everything's going to go viral. But what we've noticed is the big video goes viral, then we kind of keep going in there with smaller things or funnier things. And that, that faithful audience is just happy. As long as they're seeing something, they're happy. You know, just keep kind of keeping, keeping yourself relevant is, um, is real important and staying, staying out there. I, I like how you said that you should, you know, let it write its life cycle and then give it a rest. That way, when you have something new, everyone's like really excited mm-hmm. and pumped up and ready for the next thing. Right. So I feel like maybe even you want to plan a viral set. So let's say I would always encourage anyone to work with someone like Michelle and Leanne for creating their sketch comedy, especially because, you know, just like people are coming to you because they can't do something that you can do. If you want something, you should probably work with a professional that can help you get that accomplished. I would think you'd want to have a plan for your next like three videos. Like you want to have one you've done and then like your next two, like in production and then in the wings that way. Oh yeah. You're keeping that like momentum going and that plan going. Oh yeah. That's, and, and, and that's what we have. We, we, you know, we have, when we work with a company, we would rarely offer one really suggest doing one video it would always be some kind of a series building on building one, one idea on the other. Um, so you're kind of capturing people with something funny. And then a few weeks later you come out with something else. So people are curious to see what else. And then, you know, you kind of keep building on this concept and, and building this rapport with your audience and for Leanne and I, we uh, we actually, our platform grew the fastest over a video that was pretty controversial. And that's why I think it got so much attention was because we we did a video kind of poking fun at people who are in multi-level marketing businesses. And, and how we had come up with that concept was like a lot of us who are in the same demographic we are, which are moms of young kids, we had been inundated with messages from people who we barely knew asking us to buy their products or join their team, sell their products. And it had become so common that we were getting these messages. It was comical. So we do what comedians do and we wrote a song about it and we, we exaggerated it. And the funny thing is, is we actually, Leanne and I don't, don't sell these. We're not part of a multi-level marketing company, but we, we do buy a lot of these products, but we did this and it it has well over 3 million views right now on Facebook. And it was the, the first video we did that went viral but a lot of people were offended by it. The people of multi-level marketing businesses, um, which was kind of funny to us because if they were offended, it meant they were doing it wrong. 
Yeah, you but, should um, be able to poke fun at yourself and exactly laugh at your own face. Exactly. But that so that was like um so we were talking about we had a decision to make when that went viral. That's the New York times covered it. And, you know, we were on, you know, we, there's a lot, we got a lot of mileage out of this thing through media and we're growth of our platform and live shows, ticket sales, all this stuff. And then, um, but then we had a choice to make, like we could continue making fun of multi-level marketing companies and make a career out of that. Or we could just move on to the next thing. And we just decided we weren't going to be pigeonholed making fun of multi-level marketing. We were the next thing we put out there had nothing to do with multi-level marketing. In fact, it was a parody about sending your kids back to school at the beginning of the school year. And we just got away from it because, you know, we just want to be known as being funny and making everybody laugh. And uh, we didn't want to make, make ourselves so, um, you know, pigeonholed. And, um, and I think that's true for a lot of businesses too. Like, you know, you got to keep, you got to recognize what your audience appreciates about what you're putting out there, but you got to stick to your plan and you can't get too bogged down in um, the reactions to one thing. If it's, if it's going to pull you off of your long-term plan. That makes a lot of sense for you to make sure that you have that plan and you're doing it and being niche where it's relevant versus pigeonholed. I think it's that delicate line between what you said, pigeonholing and, and speaking to your industry and your, who you are and making fun of your business. Yes. Do you, so, I mean, are we missing anything? Have we kind of covered everything that goes into viral life virality um yeah i mean i think i mean happy to answer any other questions i feel like you know it's very rare is the situation where something haphazard goes viral that's we see i feel like we see that a lot like mom just happens to capture a video of her kid doing something funny and it goes viral but that is the that is not that's the exception that's not the rule most of the stuff that goes viral is very well thought out planned orchestrated produced very well and in, in by professionals. So if you are looking to get a, a virality from a, a video product for your business, um, it's best to just not hope it happens, but kind of partner yourself with someone who knows what they're doing to ensure it happens or, you know, uh, to the best of their ability, you can never guarantee it. That, and also I just think it's, I love talking about comedy and promoting businesses because comedy is a way that throughout history, different groups and um, organizations have used comedy to make themselves more accessible. And it's, and you can look at, you know, a lot of social justice issues and whatnot and, and how over the years comedy has become a way for people to reach a common ground and understanding about different issues and topics. And so for businesses then to look at comedy and think, you know, I'm a lawyer, there's nothing funny about being a lawyer, but you know, we could, we could make fun of, you know, the industry or ambulance chasers or like make it funny and do something funny that would just, that would bring attention and make me more approachable and relatable. Comedy is a great way to do that. Awesome. So basically I think that we can sum up going viral as be funny to make you relatable, yes, vulnerable even and, and less scary or frustrating or, yes. or boring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not boring approachable <laughs> yes yeah. definitely okay michelle so how can people find you follow you love you okay well for leanne and michelle uh we are on facebook uh leanne and michelle uh leanne is l-e-e-a-n-n and michelle um we're on instagram youtube all that fun stuff awesome and if people wanted to find you guys for your 
expertise and services, I'm guessing they could start there as well. Yeah. After Facebook is the best way. Our website is in progress. Good to know. Good to know. All right, guys. Well, I'll make sure to include those links to their profiles and even maybe include the videos to that Joanna Gaines. And if you'd be, if you were my friend, you'd buy this too video. They're hilarious. I've been friends with Michelle for a while and I've of course gotten to follow them all along and I, because I am in her demographic, I get to laugh and <laughs> in love with her along the way. And I can't wait for all of her next stuff. So make sure you guys are following them just because of anything. It's just, it's hilarious. So, all right, guys, if you, you enjoyed this video, as always, please make sure that you um, subscribe for good vibes. And if you liked what we had to say, please leave any comments, reviews that you have on Stitcher and iTunes. And thank you again so much for being on the show, Michelle. You are just light and love and laughter every time I talk to you. My pleasure. You're pretty fun as well. Awesome. (laughs) See you guys. She said I was funny. So there we go. (laughs) All right, you guys. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.